It's Saturday at 6. It's time for your weekly music and entertainment fix. Backstage with Sinead Nivorda. With all the best music, interviews and live sessions. Live from the Radio Nova studios in the Dublin Docklands. Hello, you're very welcome along to this evening's show on this Saturday, 14th of November. I hope you're all keeping well. Thanks for tuning in. It's Shanae Vorty here with you until 7 on this week's show. You'll be hearing from Rod Argent of The Zombies. He joins me on the show. They've brought out a new album just recently. So we're going to be talking about the 1960s and oh, music and everything in general. Can't wait to talk to him. Neil Young, who turned 70 this week, is in the live room. And there's also music from Richard Hawley, who was one of the confirmed guests at this year's Other Voices and of course we have the music news and the entertainment guide Backstage on Radio Nova Now I'm dedicating this show to I'm still heartbroken about what happened yesterday all the innocent people unlawfully slain in cold murder in the Paris terrorist attacks last night and I'm dedicating this to all those who sadly are no longer with us, all those who are affected and are suffering. 128 people were killed in all. 200 were held hostage at the concert venue, the Badakan concert, where Eagles of Death Metal were performing. And it looks like around 100 people were tragically killed. Um, eight terrorists died, seven of them suicide bombers. And I'm just, I'm utterly heartbroken. I was at the Eagles of Death Metal gig at the Olympia on Tuesday night. And I interviewed Jesse Hughes before the gig. And, you know, it was planned that I was going to be airing this interview but I did hesitate about whether to air this interview or not um, considering what happened last night but you know Jesse and Eagles of Death Metal are all innocent in this they fled the stage all those innocent music lovers and you know not airing it would be uh, you know just giving more energy to the trossy what happened so I am dedicating Eagles of Death Metal song I'm going to play to all those who sadly have lost us and all those who are suffering and this whole show is going to be dedicated to them new song you need so I caught up with Jesse Hughes, the incredible, charismatic and wonderful frontman of Eagles of Death Metal and he just is so full of love. You know, he's, he used to be, um, you're going to hear about what he used to do in the past, a political speech writer, there's a big religious background to him as well but yeah, as I mentioned, he's so full of love. He spoke about the love for his best friend, Josh Alm, Queens of Stone Age, how he saved his life, you know, his love for his mum, his love for his lady and his love for music and performing live. So it just breaks my heart that he witnessed and experienced all that that happened last night and watching a gig um, turn into war and absolute terror. Uh, oh, anyway, back to Eagles of Death Metal. Uh, it had been seven years since they brought out an album. They released Zipper Down just recently, so I asked him why himself and Josh had left it a seven-year wait. We didn't mean to. Um, <laughs> we really didn't because uh, we didn't think... when The very first interview that Joshua and I did where somebody said, why has it been seven or eight years? We were like... Has it? Wait, no way. It's been... Th- Oh, because, you know, we did other... Th- we were doing our stuff. Mm. I put out a solo album and made a movie, uh, two movies, and then uh, Joshua made the Them Crooked Vultures and Queens. Yeah. It just mostly was about the planets realigning. Yeah, yeah, slotting things in place. But, Busy uh, boys. Yeah, yeah, but I, I mean, I see Joshua every day. Do you? If I'm in home, I see or speak to him every day. He's my best friend. I don't really relate to a lot of people. I've always been kind of a weird dude. I mean, I love people. Don't get me wrong. I yeah, love yeah. people. But when it comes to being vulnerable, it's just, it's just not me. And Joshua's, he's really the only, he's the best friend I've ever had. Aww. What a sweetheart. Because you guys have been friends for such a long time, haven't you? Since uh, 1979. Wow. 
Do you miss him when you go on tour then? Yeah, I do. Yeah, you must do. And it's a it's a difficult thing because, you know, the band I enjoy every second of it and when he's not here it doesn't denigrate it. It just makes it different. Mm. Because I love the, I love turning around and seeing him there and watching him watch everyone watch me. Really? And, and, and I love that. You know, it's, it's cool. Yeah. I so, love being able to talk about things immediately walking off stage and I simply can't do that with anyone else the way I can with him, you know? Yeah. And he's done a lot for you, really. I mean, it's hard to imagine you being a vulnerable person, obviously. Um, but I read that he saved your life before and you're going through some dark times. Oh, Joshua saved my life. Yeah. Multiple times. Really? Easily. But we saved each other's life. You know, when he put me into rehab, it probably took him away from drugs, too. Oh, really? Okay. You know what I mean? A bit of an awakening within himself, then, as well? Well, Joshua's not one that can ever be a hypocrite. He's not in his nature. Yeah. And if he's trying to lead someone uh, to something, he won't ever ask you to do something that he's not doing himself. Mm. Ever. Right. I mean, you can count on that. It's yeah. one of the things that makes him so admirable. Yeah. A loyal character. Strong yeah. character and strength of personal integrity and a highly elevated moral sense mm. good values good strong values having a person yeah, it's, I mean, it's incredible really it's rare as well so has rock and roll affected that for either of you at all now no we've affected rock and roll <laughs> yeah, of course you have <laughs> that's that's what we've never i it never occurred i came into rock and roll so late i'd already started a different life path you know i mean and it, the, the the possibility of me doing anything other than evolving to something was foreign. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie for anyone, yeah. especially not myself. So what kind of life path were you on before? I worked for the Republican Party. Right, yeah. I was a speechwriter and uh, a field canvas agent, and yeah. it was awesome. Wow. Completely different life plan altogether now. I always thought rock and roll was an absurd uh, endeavor. Really? Well, come on. It's the vainest possible endeavor there is. <laughs> your entire life becomes about literally your own image. Mm -mm. There's nothing more satanic than that possible. It is the ultimate narcissistic pursuit. Mm -hmm. And it's even worse because you deceive yourself into believing that it's really just for the common good in your job. So you can tell yourself all these classic lies like, I'm just taking care of my family. I'm just paying the bills. I mean, it's, you know, and therefore it is what it is. <laughs> but do you love it though clearly I love it more yeah. than that. I mean I was made for it yeah I mean I, I it might be hotter in hell for me than for you but I will never be the fool that gets cast into the pit of fire believing in magic talking monkeys
Complexity from Eagles of Death Metal dedicated to all those who have lost loved ones in the terrorist attacks in Paris last night. Nusong Uni, um, as I mentioned before, I wasn't sure whether to air this interview with Jesse Hughes of Eagles of Death Metal, but they're the innocent ones and all of this that I'm dedicating to this evening's backstage to all those who have lost loved ones last night in the terrorist attacks around Paris. So continuing on with my chats with Jesse Hughes, being a devout Christian and ordained minister, how does rock and roll fit in with all of that? They're completely diametrically opposed and I'm a great believer in if something cannot be resolved don't try to. Mm. I'm not. I will will never uh, explain it. I won't ever defend it. I won't because it's not it can't be done. So again it will probably be hotter in hell for me (laughs) than for you. Surely you're saved now at this stage no? Of course. Bit of redemption. I always get special privileges, darling. I always end up skating out of the of the kettle before it goes it's up in flames. <laughs> Great way with words, absolutely. How did the whole thing start off, I guess, originally Eagle Step Metal? Well, we started before Queens. And again, Joshua, with his imminent ability to see deep into the future, which he really can, and I don't mean in a mystical sense, but Joshua... Have you ever seen a school of fish? Yeah. You know how it moves, like mm. in a... It looks like a synchronized pattern. Yeah. The fish themselves, they don't know how that looks. And they don't know that they're doing that. Mm. Well, people are the same way. And Joshua can literally see a full head above everyone. He can see people like that. And therefore, he's able to see the natural trajectory of something and go, this could be a great place for you. And he always thought I should have been in a band. But I was, I'm an Eagle Scout. You know, I mean, my, Yeah. Right. <laughs> Maybe in a band of brothers uh, about World War II, but uh, no rock and roll band. That won't ever happen to me. And um, I made a Desert Sessions with him. He really wanted me to do that with him. And right before I got married, I thought, okay, I'll do this with you before I get married. Okay. Some small. And then I turned my back on it forever. And then I was going through an ugly divorce, a really awful divorce. And my mother was worried I was going to commit suicide. So she sent Joshua to my house to collect all my guns. And he came into my house, and he had a pillowcase. (laughs) I remember I was like, what are you, Santa Claus? What are you doing here with a pillowcase? And he just moved past me, hey, Jeff. And he knew where I came, and he just started putting guns, and I was like, okay, I know what's up. I wasn't going to commit suicide, but I could easily, I've always been a very practical person. I've never resented anyone uh, feeling something that's reasonable to feel, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I just sat down and watched him, and the week previous, I had gotten a computer that had a program on it called Cool Edit Pro 2.0, and mm-hmm. it was a recording program. Yep, another one. And I, I was, I just had a practical curiosity in multi-track recording, because I'd never really done it myself, and I just was interested in, do, like, honestly, in just a scientific way. Yeah. And um, I recorded I Only Want You and uh, uh, Who Loves the Devil. I made them up on the spot just to have something to record. Okay. And I had them up on the screen, and Joshua, when he finally sat down, he was done, and he was like, okay, tell me what's going on. And he leaned back, and his arm hit the uh, space bar, and it made the screen pop up, and he turned around, and he went, what's that? Because he's a recording artist, you know, he knew exactly what it was, and he was really interested as to why I would have that. And I was like, oh, dude, I was... It's just a demonstration of how full of what you do is, because if I can do this in two days, then you're... And he was like... And he hit play, hit the space bar again, and it played. 
And I remember he was like laughing at person. He went, "Can you do more of this? What the?" F-? And he drove me to Hollywood in my mother's car a week later, and here I am. That is bonkers. How just a little touch of a space bar can change your life completely forever. And are you still enjoying the ride? Like, is it seventeen years did you and Al together? Yeah, still loving it. It's the greatest job in the world. Yeah. And when someone, you see so many jaded people and lost people and and soulless people, but not a single one of them was ever made into what they are. They walked right into it. Yeah. You know, it, it's a choice of what you want to make your priorities and what you choose to recognize. And if you stop recognizing very important facts, then you will start to recognize things that aren't true. Mm-hmm. And and this is the coolest, greatest, luckiest, best job that anybody could ever have. The worst problems in this world are better than the best benefits of any other world. And I just, am, it's more important to me not to be a, a vindictive and more important to be someone who can look my mother in the eyes when I'm having dinner at her dinner table. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. Your mom goes to your shows, doesn't she? She's... Yeah. My mom's my best friend. Yeah. I'll even get a little misty when I talk about her. Oh, I miss her, bless you. Moms um, are amazing. amazing. I'm a very traditionally Southern-raised uh, Irish-American Catholic. So, going back to the whole rock and roll thing, I'm, I was chatting to Matthew White before and talking about a song, Rock and Roll is Cold, and he feels there's no longevity, it won't be sticking around. But obviously, you got Alex Turner stating it'll never die, and I know, as I said, from your own Shemmy Rock and Roll. What do you think of the future of rock and roll? Is there a future for rock and roll? Of course. Yeah. People are always trying to pontificate or predict or whatever. They've said that during the disco era. Yeah. It was already pro- proclaimed dead by Jimmy Iovine, not even years ago it's never gonna die this is a sold out show tonight there's no way it can die if one person if if out of our whole tour one person decides to pick up a guitar it can't die so take heart in this fact it's not going anywhere it's not going anywhere it might suck for a while (laughs) I'm not too worried about it cool Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you you, are, Jesse, you have such beautiful much. eyes. It's, thank you. Oh, it's sweetheart. Well, you're a beautiful girl, too. Oh. Jesse Hughes of Eagles of Death Metal. My heart and love and thoughts is with all those who have lost loved ones in a Balkan venue at the concert and to all those who are unmercifully slain in the other series of terrorist attacks in Paris. I was sad to learn today that one crew member touring with Eagles of Death Metal was killed or one is injured from a gunshot injury. So thoughts are with them all. This show today is dedicated to all those who have been affected by the awful terrorist attacks last night. Now we've got Siobhan of Radio Nova up next with some news regarding Bowie and Oasis. Backstage on Radio Nova.